0: Hi, this is Connor Brantley, host of Hello, the Future is Calling, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America kid. Please be on the lookout for Philip Pinnock, African American, and is now 22 years old. He went missing from the Dallas-Fort Worth area on August 17, 2005, at 5 o'clock. Philip is 5'6, 130 pounds, brown eyes, and brown hair. He may still be in the Dallas area. Philip has a pierced ear and a gap between his top front teeth. If you know of Philip's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-The-Lost. That's one 800 5678 To see a picture of Philip, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage. Ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you.
1: Real Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr.,
1: Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. On the Voice America Kids, I'm Mario Jr. and eco fans out there, of course you know I love to have fun, so in each broadcast I have a joke of the day, and I'll give you a great green tip to help you on your green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke, and you know at the end of the show I'll give you the answer. Here it is, guys, the joke of the day. What do you call a fake stone in Ireland? <laughs> Do you have any uh, guesses, uh, Mr. Trapani? Fake stone in Ireland. Wow, very timely joke. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know, Mario.
0: You, you stumped me.
1: All right, Well, well, I'll give you the answer at the end of the show, and I hope you like it. <laughs> All right, so the today today show is going to be a great eye opener, guys, and I have a very special guest, my very own Florida Online Connections Academy science teacher, Mr. Trapani. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing wonderful, Mario. <laughs> it's great to be here joining you today.
1: That's awesome, and I hope we have a we're, we're going to have a great time here tonight, and we're going to have, we're going to be talking about the global warming misnomer. And so, Mr. Trapani, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself like are you married do you have children and why do you decide to become a science teacher
0: currently i'm not married i don't i don't have any children but i see over the past 10 years of teaching i've had wow well over a thousand children come in and out my door and i've always thought of them as as sort of being ones who were my children at least for a year and of course I get to send them home at the end of the day, so that's kind of a, a bonus. <laughs> but really when I was younger I I liked science and I was always out in nature, always exploring. I was and I'm an Eagle Scout, you know, I was always out hiking and, and just enjoying the beauty of the world around us. And I wanted to share that with the youth and just get them interested because these days a lot of A lot of children are inside their homes, they're playing video games, watching TV, and there's just so much out there to explore, the wonders of nature. And I wanted to bring that to them and just show them how wonderful nature is and just be able to communicate some of the difficult subjects that were hard for me and try to explain them in in a simpler, easier way.
1: Right. Well, that's amazing. So, you just love to go outside and enjoy wildlife and see different animals and insects and bugs and all kinds of things like that, right? You could say that. When I was younger, my nickname was Nature Boy. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, my nickname here is Eco Junior, so we have something in common already. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Well, we're going to be talking about the history of global warming and why it's happening, and why is it a misnomer. Now, my fans are probably wondering, what is a misnomer?
0: A lot of times there will be a group of people who will use a certain term, and they try to use it for in order to distract people. Um, really, the scientists are partly to blame, too. We use words a lot that end up coming back to haunt us in the end and global warming is one of them because really when it started off I can go back to the 1850s with a man named John Tyndall and he realized that gases were absorbing heat and they acted like a blanket creating what seems to be what we now call the, the greenhouse effect and he was able to provide evidence for that so the way all this started really was understanding the greenhouse effect and how the earth was warming and they called it global warming. But now we're starting to realize that the effects cause changes in the climate where it can be really warm in the summertime and actually really cold in the winter. So a lot of times we're having a lot of trouble as scientists trying to support this idea of global warming. When people are starting to notice that it's getting very cold in the winter time, and that's when they say, "Oh, this this global warming is just a myth."
1: But okay.
0: I can talk about that later. Why
1: this happens in the winter? Wow. So okay. So what what would you call? What would you put your name on global warming instead of calling it global warming? What what would you call it? I would refer to it as climate change, and it can be
0: extreme climate change, but. I don't want to call it warming because then people are just going to be looking for the warming effect.
1: And that's what a lot of people do ask me. Well, with the global warming, it's some places are getting extreme cold. So, is it global global warming? Is it even here, or is that even something that is happening? So, and that's what I would have to explain to them that it is global warming in some parts and a global. Uh, cooling, or if you want to put it like that. And you are listening to the Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is the global warming misnomer. And we were talking about how we are defining what this global warming misnomer is and why there is global warming and global cooling, if you want to put it like that. And our first discussion is people's thoughts on global warming, and that's what we we're talking about. Uh, there's so many people out there who either don't know about it or don't even care or don't know it at all. So and people are saying, like, global warming isn't happening or it's not going to affect us. And I say, well, I see the effects already happening now. Yes, I
0: agree with you. And there's been uh, – there was a recent survey – of the American public opinion on climate change and it showed that 62 percent of Americans now believe that climate change is occurring and but still 26 percent do not and the others are unsure but there's also there's also other polls out there where the numbers are actually less and some of them I've seen are just 50-50 so you know, there's a there's a lot of money that goes into big oil and coal, natural gas, and there's definitely a push to try to convince Americans that global or any type of climate change um, may not be happening, and that it actually is not created by man. So. There's a lot of money that goes into hiding information, changing information, but I think we're starting to feel it and just see the effects around us, and you can't really hide it anymore. <laughs> right.
1: It's kind of out the bag now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you have beads of, of sweat coming down, and maybe your pool starts to evaporate, and you're know, like, oh, it's, I still don't believe in global warming. <laughs> There's a point where you're going to have to admit that you might be a little bit uh, misinformed.
1: Exactly. And some people with uh, with pride, they don't want to accept it, or either if they see the, the effects, they don't want to accept it, meaning, well, even if it's happening, I don't want it to happen, so I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but it's here.
0: If you say that many times to people that global warming is a myth or climate change is a myth, and then later you have to, retract on your position well that affects your reputation and some people might say well especially if you're a politician or someone who works in a high profile position then to change your opinion it can affect your reputation and then them being able to to believe you on other issues you know well maybe they weren't right on this issue so what about this issue so that is a problem I agree with you Mario
1: Exactly. And so our next one is global warming or climate change has to stop, but can it? And people who have done the research about it just give up because they notice how much of a mess we are in right now and they see no reason to go green. But hold that thought because we are going to talk about that in our next segment. So Uh, I'm going to give you some awesome tips. Uh, Wow, so many things are happening for the KidStar Voice America kids, so help me congratulate them. The KidStar Real Kids Sports Broadcasting Record of Excellence in Professional Sports Broadcasting Sponsorships is excelling in professional sports play-by-play broadcasting and building partnerships with the WNBA, Phoenix Mercury, the AFL Arizona Rattlers, the NHL Phoenix Coyotes, the MLB LA Dodgers, the Arizona State University Women's Basketball, and the American Junior Golf Association. And you can find out how you can open a door for your future in sports broadcasting by logging on to the www.kidstar.org, guys. It is a great cause. And if you would like to have a special spot on my show, email me by clicking the Contact Host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in Eco Juniors World. Log on to iradioblog.com or Facebook, Mario Rishi Jr. or team me at EcoJr98, guys. We are going to be right back with some more Eco Junior facts. Let's take a break. on am Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids.
2: thinking green you're tuned in to alive and green with mario jr on voice america kids saving the planet one hour a week at a time now back to the show
1: welcome back to the program on voice america kids i'm mario jr and you are listening to the mario jr alive and green show on our topic today is the global warming misnomer and our special guest today is mr Trapani, my science teacher But before we get back into the green, let me give you the riddle to the joke of the day, and you know I'll give you the answer at the end of the show. The joke of the day is, what do you call a fake stone in Ireland? (laughs) So do you have any guesses, uh, Mr. Tripani?
0: I'm still stumped on it, Mario, but I am thinking about
1: it. Okay, good. And my mom is actually in the studio right now, but she's taping, so she is actually scratching her head right now. (laughs) All right. So we were talking about the misnomer of global warming or climate change. And we were talking about the climate change has to stop, but can it? People um, who have done the research and that know the truth is so devastating that they know uh, they might just give up because they notice how much of a mess we are in, and they see no reason to go green. But that's where I come in, and I tell them that we do have a chance to stop this, and we can turn our world around.
0: I agree with you, and, you know, global warming, we do want it to stop, and... But there's there's a big issue here. I mean, what we need to do first is we need to admit that there's a problem. We need to recognize that there is a problem with climate change. And number two, we also have to admit that humans can intervene in order to slow down or possibly even reverse the process. So if we don't admit that it's happening, we don't believe that we can fix it, we won't act upon it and we won't change standards or regulations and the key is to have the awareness and then later start to develop effective solutions. Now one thing I would like to mention Mario is that right now in the United States we have an oil addiction and we're addicted to fossil fuels and you know it's, we're around $100 a barrel and to maintain that addiction it takes about that we have it takes about 80 million barrels a day. That's about $8 billion a day addiction. So, <laughs> wow. There's some people that complain about the cost of a pack of cigarettes. Well, <laughs> this addiction is a lot more expensive. So, right. Yeah. So We have to really think about that, too. Um, you got to get off of the addiction in order to try to make some changes as well. You know, since the 1980s, when there was a major report by James Hansen. He said, you know, there's going to be erosion of ice sheets, rising sea levels, droughts, opening of the Northwest Passage, changes in the climate in different regions. And all of that, all of that has become true. And in that (laughs) amount of time, in that same amount of time, in in what is it, 30 years or so, we haven't really done much to to try to change that. We really need to put a focus on it and, and take it seriously.
1: Exactly. I agree with you 100%, and that was some great facts I did not know. So um, what's his name again, the uh, person who had those predictions, right? His name was James Hansen, and he's a climate scientist. And this, this report
0: that was actually published in the New York Times And he was asked to make some speeches, and President Bush, this was uh, the last President Bush, he had a a committee, it was called the Climate Task Force. And they focused on energy policies, focused on um, uh, energy issues. When he made his speeches, he realized they didn't really seem to be very interested in what he had to say. They were were more interested in energy policies focused on finding more fossil fuels and and feeding that addiction.
1: Exactly. Now, that's hilarious. Now, they were so focused on the fossil fuels, they're like, um, what are you talking about? Are you talking about oil? (laughs) Yeah, they really, they didn't really want to hear what he had to say
0: and You know, NASA, which is a very respectable agency for space and finding out a lot about our world, they had a mission statement. And from 2002 to 2006, NASA's mission statement was to understand and protect our home planet, to explore the universe and search for life, to inspire the next generation of explorers as only NASA can. And James Hansen, when he made his speeches, about the climate change, he would always say in his speech, the, the first part, to understand and protect their home planet. Well, word came out, Bush, I guess, told NASA that NASA had to give him approval if he wanted to talk to the media. He was like, what, I need approval from NASA to even <laughs> talk to anyone about climate change? Wow. And he said, yeah. <laughs> and then after um, 2006, NASA actually changed their mission statement. They took out what he was using in his speeches to understand and protect the home planet. They scratched it out without even telling a lot of the NASA employees, and a lot of people were upset about that.
1: Wow. That is very interesting. And you're listening to the Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is the global warming misnomer. And we were talking about how this climate change scientists had to go through all these troubles just to talk about his theories and to how to help the world way back and how the United States couldn't let him do it without a approval to just talk about what he learned it is fascinating
0: and i've come across a lot of instances over the past few decades of changes in reports and a lot of information where they try to downplay the effect of climate change. And you know, Mario, a lot of people, they get their information from newspapers, right. television, radio. And really, we only know what is presented to us. Exactly. Yep. There's, a, there's always a filter that comes between us and usually the source. Um, so, you know... When, when you have people who are trying to keep the information from you, it's really hard to make an accurate judgment and be able to determine for yourself, you know, is this really happening?
1: Right. Now funny you uh talked about that again where people are saying is this really happening? Usually when we're in a conversation like that, uh talking to different people around around my community or anywhere, um, I o- I always have a great fact to tell them about the uh dev- the devastating earthquake in Japan and tsunamis. Um, that it changed the axis by twenty five centimeters it changed the actual axis of the world earth by 20 25 centimeters with just one earthquake and they're always like what like that they're, they're always shocked they're always like you're joking me right and things like that so they always um they they, they always have like a little epiphany moment like. Wow, okay. And even that can even cost a microsecond in a day and twenty five centimeters is a lot to say that it changed its actual axis. So that's really a major point. Definitely.
0: And there's there's been a lot of extreme events that have been happening in a short period of time. Um uh, and this was also, you know, predicted and uh, FEMA, the FEMA director, who you know FEMA is responsible for dealing with natural disasters, yeah, and he said recently, I was just—I think this might have been last year—the term "a hundred-year event" has really lost its meaning. You know, <laughs> you hear this on the news with tornadoes and earthquakes and uh, hurricanes. It's like we haven't seen this in, in in ever in recorded history, and and you just hear that. On the news all the time now,
1: it's crazy exactly, and I think that that's a major part to where um things are changing in our in our atmosphere, and how it is getting warmer when it's well it's getting more even hotter or blazing outside when it should just be a mild, it's freezing outside when it just should be cold, you know and that's just big things that are happening in just these few you know years uh, earthquakes tsunamis i mean there's so many things that happening and you're like that's why i think that people were so afraid well some people were so afraid of 2012 because they saw that they are there are some things that's happening that is changing our world for the worst. it is true
0: and we are seeing that this earth is becoming bipolar in a way and, and you can't just take a, a pill or a medication for that. It <laughs> definitely requires a lot of changes in, in policy and changes in the mindset of the people. And when you have extreme warm and extreme cold, as you know from learning in science class, that everything wants to achieve an equilibrium. So you're going to have the warm moving towards the cold. And if you have... Right an extreme between both sides, then there's going to be more energy building up and, exactly. and have stronger winds and tornadoes and hurricanes.
1: Right. So hold that thought, and we are going to come right back with some great, uh, misnomer uh, global warming facts and there's so many wonderful things happening in Kidstar, Voice America, and uh, Voice America Kids so uh, help me congratulate them one more time our very own Maddie Rose host of the Fame Game Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Kids channel on becoming Miss Junior Teen Arizona United States 2012 Awesome. We are so proud of you. And don't worry, if you're 10 to 17 and want uh, your own radio show to make your dreams come true, just log on to the www.iradioblog.com. You can do it, too. And sit back and enjoy my fun behind-the-scenes videos. Then record your own video and upload it, because Voice America kids are something auditions now guys what are you waiting for if i can do it you can definitely do it too guys let's take a break i'm mario jr keep it right here you're listening to the voice america kids
2: Keep Thinking Green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Junior on Voice America Kids, saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Junior and you are listening to the Mario Junior Alive and Green show. Eco fans, today's topic is the global warming misnomer and you know I love to have fun so in each broadcast I have a joke of the day. So let's get right to it. What do you call a fake stone in Ireland? <laughs> now this is your second try to get it. This is this is like we have one more time. So this is going to be a last second try. <laughs> I
0: still have no idea, Mario. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we are gonna give you the answer, and I hope you guys like it, 'cause I sure did. (laughs) All right. So here it is. We're gonna be talking about the economy. Now, how did global warming affect? Or the climate change affect the economy now people think when you have to go green you have to have big green wallets and that's so not true and when you when I go and start with the basic when I go green I start with the basic three R's reduce reuse recycle turning off water when brushing your teeth or saving energy by turning off your lights when not in use now, on the other hand, everything has a price you're going to have to budget in, and that's going to go into your solar panels you're going to have uh, have budget with um air air quality uh changers and things like that so there are some things that you're going to have to cost, but if you want to go and have some basic uh basic green is reduce reuse recycle, and that's your base right there
0: I agree with that it's definitely a a good way to to think about energy conservative and you know I look at a few things here for our country and we really need to we need to understand that yes there is a higher upfront cost but over time you're definitely going to end up saving money right so I recently saw that the military is starting to, to use solar energy for some of its bases because hey in these economic times well, they can pay the upfront cost, and it's showing me that they're actually putting in effort. Uh, I think I saw recently, it might be the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're going to uh, go solar with, with their stadium. And yeah. I saw Yeah, did you see that?
1: <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. A, a lot of football teams are doing that now with these solar panels because that's all they do is in, um, with those big lights on, on top.
0: Yeah, it's great because a lot of people watch sports. And it's, it's a good thing for not only to show increase the visibility and to show people, hey, we're doing this. And, you know, if you, if you see this, you might be willing to, ooh, it, it plants a seed in your head, you know. And you, right, exactly. Of, I'm aware. And I know, wow, back in Jimmy Carter, when he was president, he put solar panels on the roof of the White House. And when Reagan came in, he tore them off. <laughs> back on again, he hasn't done it in the past four years so we really need to make it visible and, and right. say hey these are the economic savings that you can have too I mean people need to see that as well so I mean while the cost of climate change is climbing in 2011 in our world disasters reached about cost about 265 billion dollars, you know, and a lot of it came from the tsunami in Japan, but it didn't help with the tornadoes in the United States, the quakes in New Zealand. These were really high costs, and for people who maybe don't believe in climate change, you're definitely going to believe, believe in the increased insurance premiums because they're going
1: up. <laughs> right, because when it's happening to them, they're going to notice. And uh, and like you were saying, with celebrities and things and football teams, um, people are going to notice them who watch sports, who watch E! News and uh, celebrities. You know, uh, they're going to see. And if, and if celebrities are going uh, green and if they see their fans, their they're people who – idle them are going green, they're going to be like, well, what's this green green movement about, you know, and what what are they doing, you know, so they're going to want to go out and get those solar panels, they're going to want to reduce, reuse, recycle, they're going to want to have air purifiers, and they're going to want to go green and help other people go green, like, yeah, I have these solar panels on my uh, roof, yeah, they really help my energy bill go down a lot, and you should try them too, because i I. I find them out great, you know, and you know, and that just starts going like a big domino effect to people uh, just from a celebrity, and that's just one avenue that, that you can use that people can get
0: around to. I agree, and if people are willing to go out and, and buy fast food and <laughs> do things that might be unhealthy for them right. because they see athletes doing it on television, well, I'm sure they're more, more <laughs> likely to, to start to to choose healthy options, and my favorite quarterback, cause I have to say, I like Tom Brady from the Patriots, he <laughs> put solar panels on his roof, I think it was last year, uh,
1: he, he beat Obama to it, and uh, I think <laughs> that's, that's a great thing, you know, our quarterback, <laughs> right. solar. Exactly, and that's just, you know, that, that's great for people to do that. And you're listening to The Voice of America Kids. I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is the global warming misnomer. Alright, so we're going to be talking about now is, is global warming a cancer in society? Now, this is always one of my uh, topics that I always talk about and how we just need to fix this. It's... Trying to, you know, get off the couch, stop watching TV, and really do something about it. Because this is all world. We're not, it's just not going to just, you know, it's somebody else, you know, we're just going to sit on the couch and watch TV. And we're going to see somebody else do it. It's a team effort. And we have to do this together and not just one person, not just one organization, not just one school. Not, You know, it, it has to be a team effort from all around the world and we need to just know it we have to you know like you were saying first acknowledge that we were wrong acknowledge that we need to do something about it and then fix it because after that you know you don't want to be all talk and just be like oh yeah i'm going to be going green you know i'm going to get this and that you know you you do want to do something about it if you are going to do something about it you have to do it and not just say oh yeah i'm going to do it you know i agree with you and you know, recently I went out and I bought a little
0: solar charger for my iPhone and my iPad, and, and it works, you know? And I'm like, wow, you do these little things, and it, it definitely makes a difference. And it's starting to get out there, and eventually it's going to become cool, you know? It's like, right. oh, how do you save energy? I plugged my little solar panel on my computer, and it shows, me, it shows me a little meter that says, you know, this is how how much the battery is filled, and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm actually... making a difference
1: here right and you know that just goes on to um, knowing about it because I just started doing this um, not only uh, three years back I did not know anything about going green other than recycle And that was it. And that's usually, that's all people know. Is, oh yeah, I have these green bins. You know, I do recycle when the trash goes out. I recycle also. I put my plastic bottles and things like that. And that's really all you know usually. You don't really go farther than that. You know, you you don't really do anything. You just, you know, I... uh, The only thing you do is recycle. So that's all you know. But when I did that science project, that just kicked it off for me right there. And that's when, because I loved my science project, and that was with the compostable uh, plastics, plates, and cups, and when are they going to biodegrade down faster than the plastic products. And, I mean, from there, I went into researching it um, because it was just so fun seeing how uh, – You always see, you know, plastic things and things in your recycle bin and how, you know, they're going to recycle it to make more plastic bottles and things. But you don't really see, um, you know, your compostable products. And there are out there, but you don't really see them out there too much. Yeah, I recently
0: joined a local homegrown co-op where they have local farms and they grow vegetables and they supply other local items. Food items and household items, and what I noticed, you know, if you if you try to keep things a little more local and try to get some local suppliers, then there's less of a need for these lightweight plastics for delivery and so on, and uh, and also for me, I started growing my own organic ve- fruits and vegetables, and. Uh, you know learning about composting and and I really again with misnomers and when you hear the word disposable it's basically just them giving you permission to throw it away right <laughs> but it's not recyclable it's not compostable they just say oh it's disposable yeah throw out the laser. you can throw out the snow you can't because it goes somewhere it's in someone's backyard right probably behind some poor neighborhood and out of sight out of mind but that's that's unfortunate
1: Right, exactly, and um, I mean that is the bottom line. You just have to know you, and if you really, and when you just see, you know, these major disasters, that's when people start opening their eyes and see that things are going on, and you know that you know, and that's sad to say how people have to you know see something horrible to get into something, but. I guess it has to happen somewhere or another, and as long as they do get it, um, they will make a change. So we are gonna have that thought hold it on, and we're gonna uh, have some great facts in the next segment. So, uh, the please, so please help me congratulate our very own Connor Bradley. of Hello, the future is calling every day at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Kids channel. He is he was invited to the event at the White House with President Obama and UK Prime Minister, Mr. David Cameron. Wow, we kids are speaking to the presidents, winning pageants, broadcasting sports play-by-play, and hosting their own radio shows, and you can be the next. Just log on on the www.voicemarkkids.com, guys. And that is great. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. Yo- listening
2: to the Voice America Kids. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
3: Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Don't do a thing until you've tuned into The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective tune in every friday at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time for today's kids your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on voice america kids
2: want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network keep thinking green you're tuned in to alive and green with mario jr on voice america kids saving the planet one hour a week at a time now back to the show
1: Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids, I'm Mario Jr., and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show, and our topic today is ecofans, the global warming misnomer, and who's ready for that joke of the day? And the great green tip, okay, I promise in this segment you will get them. So here's the riddles of the joke, and for my listeners out there who may have missed it. Alright, here's the joke of the day. And what do you call a fake stone in Ireland? So, this is the last time. Mr. Chafani, have you thought of anything? I still
0: don't know, Mario.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we will give it to you in this segment. So, I hope you like it. All right. So, let's get back into the green. So, we've been talking about so many things. How uh, how to get informed. uh, What do people know? What now you know and how to change all right so now if we now, I want to talk about if we don't do anything and we just sit on our couches watching uh, you know sports channels and different cartoons and things like that (laughs) on the couch what will happen to our world around us now in my research this is what I found out that will happen in global warming or climate change Now, first, you all know that um, it will get hot in some regions and extremely cold in other regions. And sometimes it will flicker off and on in different regions. It will be hot one second and then extremely cold at night or whatever. So this and that will be on land. And then with the ocean around us, it will be very acidic. Uh, fish will be dying all around us. There will be a 15% drop in fish and seafood. And the only thing that you really find in there would be the plankton and your microorganisms in the ocean. No more whales and things because they couldn't eat because they couldn't find anything like that. And it's very acidic, so every everything is pretty much dead in the ocean. Now on land since it's very hot the rainforest will be a very high but nobody really goes in the rainforest but to go traveling so that will be a flourish in some states and it will be extremely hot in others and what will happen is the water since the water is acidic we can't we will have a 40 percent drop in water in drinking water so and we, and we all know that we can't live without water and I and eco fans out there, if you didn't know now you know. <laughs> and so for food, since we don't have enough water, cattle, all our food market will be pretty much gone because without water, plants can't go, uh vegetables you can't water your vegetables, soil will be very dry, so you can't even have any nutrients in the in the actual soil which will definitely um, bring vegetables down to a crumble alright so now since we are looking at acidic oceans hot in uh, ex- uh, extremely hot and extremely cold temperatures now it's now since we have our global warming, we are still trying to go out to our jobs having a normal day. And you all know that if it's hot we already have a major gas problem, emission problem from our gases and and we already have a greenhouse effect and that will damage and we will have little to none air to breathe oxygen to breathe and we will have to have gas mags walking around we'll probably look around and look like a bunch of science crazy mad scientists walking around (laughs) looking with gas mags with the white oh you know thing because you can't even it's so acidic in the air you can't breathe you can't even go outside for a walk without you know wearing this big jumpsuit all right so now since you're looking at that that's a pretty messed up world right there, and I definitely don't want to live in that. Cause I'm gonna be, um, I just turned 14, March 10th. So uh, thank you guys. Um, and I'm getting older, and I definitely don't want to uh, live in a world like that, growing up, and eventually dying. Probably sooner than late, sooner than later, because you can't live in those kind of conditions for very long. So that's my research for um, different uh, climate change, and that will be the last resort of the world right there. Now, I don't know if that's totally true, because that's just my research, and I know they have definitely all these kind of different things, and that's why I like to have different sources to come in, because I don't know everything, but for my research, that's what it's telling me. So what about you, Mr. Trapani? Well, I think you might have a business there. You could sell Mario Jr. gas mask, right?
0: Oxygen masks. Right. And, <laughs> masks. Uh, right. and jumpsuits. <laughs> well, you're right about that with the oxygen, because uh, a recent study just showed that with the acidic water in, in the oceans, the amount of iron that's available for these phytoplankton uh, is going to decrease, and these phytoplankton make up 90% of the Earth's oxygen, so and they also are, at the base of the food chain, feeding a lot of these larger fish that uh, we eat. And the fishing industry definitely going to be taking a hit if it hasn't already. And as far as what you were also talking about with becoming hot and cold, I don't know, a lot of people I don't think understand this, but when you keep developing uh, cities and you're building large concrete buildings and paving over the land and uh, getting rid of a lot of trees and vegetation, this concrete and blacktop, the sun comes down, beats off, and it gives it right back. It doesn't really absorb it. just gives it right back into the air. And what a lot of people have been um, finding out is that uh, in the winter time, if you don't have a lot of trees, you don't have a lot of water left and vegetation, it actually gets colder because the, they just suck up the heat and they hold on to it during the summertime. But in the winter when the air is colder, they let some of it go into the air and help actually warm up the air. So um, that's why one of the reasons we think that it's actually getting cooler, especially in the cities in the winter time.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is the global warming misnomer. All right, guys. So this is the last chance, last stand. And we finished bagging on you for all this crazy stuff that we were predicting to happen. And now you guys know. All my ECO fans out there, you guys know. So there's no excuse anymore. (laughs) All right. So we're going to be talking about people. People who are informed know to help the cause, guys, and this is what I am. People like me who learn about being environmentalists, researching, finding out what's new, Helping the environment, helping your community, helping your community know about going green to help them help their community and have a domino effect. Organizations like EPA and even kids programs like Disney Channel Friends for Change. And, of course, don't forget Mr. Trapani.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, no, I think you have a lot of, I'm sure you have a lot of great resources for kids for learning about this problem and, and what they can do to help. Now, you know, just for me, when I look around in the, in the country today, there's a lot of programs that are starting up. We have the, the LEED program, L-E-A-D, that's being used for uh, building. Uh, I know that in Orlando, we have the, the new arena, which participated in the, the LEED program, and they didn't really have, I think you have to have less than 10% of waste that's, that's produced from, from constructing, and it's very energy efficient. Uh, we also have green roofs, especially in Chicago, they they have, wow, there's a lot of footage on top of grocery stores, even a Target, and, a, and um, City Hall, they have green roofs that are put up, and it's just amazing that on a hot summer day, the roof and pavement temperatures can be about 50 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit, hotter than the air, but wow. you have... Yeah, when you have these green roofs or even these cool roofs that they're that they're starting to um, put on on houses that are lighter in color and and they increase the solar reflectance and so on, um, it greatly reduces right the the outside air temperature. So
1: wow, um, we have
0: that and also there's new programs and companies that are emerging that do what's called like a, it's kind of like a pay up front where. I see in in New York, there's a school district, and they're doing all these energy-efficient upgrades. And, yeah, there's a a large upfront cost, but there's this one district that's going to save about, oh, wow, about $250,000 a year. Wow. What? They can take that to pay off the loan. So their energy savings is used to pay off that upfront loan, and after, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 years or so, they're going to be, we're not going to be um, having to rely as much on fossil fuels at all.
1: Wow, well that's great, and that's some great facts what well, it's it's almost time to go and sure uh, time sure does fly when you're having fun. so we're going to give you this joke of the day right now. What do you call a fake stone in Ireland? And the answer is guys, a shamrock <laughs> <laughs> Of course, today actually is St. Patty's Day, so happy St. Patty's Day, a late St. Patty's Day for you guys, my eco fans out there. Now, today's great green tip is make it your mission to teach others about the importance of going green. And I have And that's your great green tip of the day. I have to share my awesome upcoming event with you guys, my eco fans out there. I will have one of my leading marketing expert speakers along with my mentor and friend, Mr. Perry Damone, in the IQPC Kid Youth and Parent Power Conference, March 26th through the 28th. At the beautiful Orlando, Florida Disney, Grand Floridian Resort and spa that's right i 'll be tackling top business challenges through innovative, responsible marketing strategies with uh, leading brands like Lego, MTV, Hershey, and many more guys on my birthday, I had donated a shopping spree for i've been donated shopping spree for the event along with my very own banner. I just thank God. And I have to give a special thank you to Rani Levy, founder of the president of Kids First. Here, her results of working with youth for 20 years has been made possible. And that's not all. You're going to love this. The wonderful Mr. Frank Sinclair has designed the first pieces of the Mario Jr. and the Green Show merchandise. Yes! Introducing the Mario Jr. and Live and Green Show mugs, puzzles, and other fun items. And guess what? You'll be able to get your very own soon. So please keep it up locked right here because you have so many exciting things to uh, in store for you guys. Well, it's almost time to go, so here it is. Thank you so much, guys, your eco fans out there. You've been listening to the Mario Jr., Alive and Green Show. I'm Mario Jr., asking, What are you doing to go green on voiceamericakids.com. Thank you, Mr. funny
2: Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel.